Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to episode 13 of the Max Out Podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for your continued support. It goes so long in so many ways. I can't believe I'm still doing this. Um, little update for you guys. I got an email saying we are ranked 188th, I believe, in all fitness podcasts on iTunes. So keep up the support there. I guess that's pretty good. I want to say that's in like the top 50%. Who knows? I don't really care. I'm doing this because I love it, doing it because I enjoy it. Um, also love just spreading this information out there for you guys to hear and listen and take it in. So, yeah, uh, stay tuned for this week's episode. Uh, this episode is very special. I want to say it's one of my favorites I've done so far, interviewing Rickson Apunt. Apunt, um, Rickson, I'm so sorry if I butchered that last name, man. I'm finishing editing this fairly late, so um, just... <laughs> bear with that but uh at chasing greatness on tiktok if you guys don't know him, 340,000 followers uh shot putter thrower at the university of south alabama great guy great man uh tenacious work ethic man is unstoppable he's a beast he's a force go check him out if you don't follow him already i'm sure many of you guys already do on tiktok at least it is the same at on Instagram and Twitter. He talks about that at the end of the episode, but I wanted to just get that out there right now. And as for the merch, um, it's coming. Within the week, it is coming. Hopefully by Monday, I will have the store launched, ready for you guys to order. It is through print-on-demand, so everything should take roughly 10 days from being produced to shipment to get to your door within the United States. Um, no international shipping for right now, had no idea how to figure that out, hopefully down the road, if we're that successful, it'll get to that point, but anyways, enjoy this week's episode, uh, me and Rickson talk about a lot of points from his career, and his stories, and his favorite lifting, and how he applies lifting to throwing, and his goals, and my goals, and it's just overall a great episode, I had a great time recording it, and enjoy, and keep supporting, keep sharing, and yeah, that's it. Peace. Rickson, what's going on, brother? Yo. You hear me all right? Yeah, I got you. Awesome, awesome. I'm Do you hear me clearly? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I'm psyched to have you on here, man. How's uh, how's your day been? It's pretty good. You're, you're good. Do what you got to do, bro. Do what you got to do. I had a pretty good day, man. Um, I had a great day of training. We had my first meet this Friday, so I'm feeling pretty good. Um, but yeah, overall, it was a pretty good day. How solid, about you? Uh, it was solid. Long ass day. Um, getting back into football because we were we were shut down for a little bit because of COVID stuff. Um, back into training, five forty-five a.m. lifts. Um, then like late night running because the field's taken all the other times and. When we're not on the field, we have to be in the gym because I'm in New Hampshire and it's like 10 degrees outside. It's yeah, it's rough, but but I'm uh, I'm managing. You know, you know how it goes. But uh, let's start it off, man. Like I said, huge shout out to you for hopping on here. So fucking amped to have you on here. Um, let's get a little bit of your background. Like, what's your what's your story? What's your background with sports, life, everything? All right, so pretty much, um, my name is Rex Pont. I was born in Haiti. Um, I came to the U.S. when I was nine back in 2007. Um, I moved from Haiti to New York, and I've lived there ever since. Um, pretty much, you know, growing up, 
Um, I have, you know, two hardworking parents. So um, it was right away picked up that, you know, you got to grind every day to be successful. So, you know, I had to, you know, learn English and all that stuff through ESL, you know, went through bullying and stuff like that. That's really how I really got into um, lifting. But before that, <clears throat> I grew up playing soccer, um, you know, and just sports in general was always something that allowed me to escape, um, you know, everything else is going on. But um, yep, just that was pretty much it. Like as a broad overview, but um, to where I am right now, I went to I got my bachelor's in sports management at St. Thomas Aquinas College in New York, a D two school. I did track and field there as well, and now I'm at the University of South Alabama, getting my master's and still doing track. That's legit, man. That's what's up. I'm yeah. I'm with you on that whole that whole story there. Um, there's a similar story. I don't even know if he listens to this, but one of my one of my friends from high school who I played high school ball with, he's playing football at Yale right now. Um, he has a similar story, came from Haiti, had to learn English on his own. He actually moved, I think, just before high school, too. Um, and like I said, same track. I'm, I'm with you all the way. I'm from a blue collar family myself. My dad's a roofer. My mom's always worked like odd jobs and office jobs. So I'm with you there and how kind of that hardworking aspect was just kind of ingrained in me. Um, how'd you, so I know you, obviously you lift to get better at throwing, shot putting. I shouldn't say shot putting. Throwing is what you do, yes? Or shot put, like your main, your main thing. That was my main event, but okay. I'm a thrower because I throw shot, uh, discus and hammer as well. Okay, okay. That's, I, I can't relate to that. I did, uh, shoot, man, I did, shot put I think I tried to throw discus and then I threw shot put at like one meet in high school I didn't have a coach it it, no. it, didn't, it didn't go very well I learned through the internet um yeah thank god I stuck with football but uh anyways um moving forward with that um how's your development been as an athlete like how have you seen yourself grow from high school going into that spot at St. Thomas Aquinas College and then going from there on to South Alabama to where I'm pretty sure, don't you hold like the Haitian national record? Or yeah, like that? right now, currently. So uh, to be honest, that's, I think that the word you use is perfect. Growth has really been something that, you know, I've really just focused on mostly. So like out of high school, um, I only threw 53 feet, which is not uh, nothing crazy, you know, so I didn't get any like crazy offers um, so that's why I ended up going to a D2 school south, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas College, and I was like right down the street. So I commuted there. Um, and, you know, while I was over there, I didn't have a coach. We didn't really have facilities. So I had the choice, you know, am I going to slack off or am I going to grind? So it really it was at that point I realized, like, if I really want to do this, like I got to put in the work. I don't need to wait for a coach to tell me go grind or go hit the weights. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, you know, I've had coaches tell me in high school, you know, I was too small. I wasn't good enough. So those hearing those words really fueled me to become better, the best version of myself every day. So at a stack, you know, as a freshman, I threw, you know, 50 feet, you know, and I left stacked on 57 and that's without a coach. And that was like, learning from YouTube, watching YouTube videos, reaching out to other coaches on Instagram. You know, I was just finding a way to get it done, you know, practicing on my own, you know, putting my phone in my shoes to record my throws. And I was out there, you know, whether it was raining, cold,
cold. I was out there grinding, and and that was the same thing in the weight room too. So like at an early age, I thought, okay, I need to be really strong to throw far. So I was just smashing weight, man. Yeah. Like, um, and then but I ended up hurting my back my senior year. But everything you know fell into place, you know. But um, but that's pretty much it. It's really growth over over the years is just mentally I could envision where I wanted to be. I could see, I could feel it, but I was working really hard where I was at that moment. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like that process, you know, of trust in the process. It's just, Hey, if I work hard now, this is where I can be in the next three to four years. And this is what I'm accomplishing now. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, man, this is like chasing the impossible. You know, you have this crazy dreams. Like I've always had the Olympics in my head. Um, and it was at first, it was just a thought. And now um, it's a possibility. You know, each year I just keep getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I'm with you there. It's all about, it's all about just staying steady. And I feel like a lot of people miss this too, is, is I feel like the biggest thing when it comes to whatever sport, really just anything in life is you just have to stay consistent. Like that was something that I struggled with so much up until like my sophomore year of high school. That's when I really got serious about football. That's when I started competing in weightlifting. And that's when I, something just kind of clicked in my head and I was like, all right, get your head out of your ass and, and work every yeah, day, yeah. day in and day out. So I'm, I'm with you there a hundred percent. Backtracking a little bit. You said your high school coaches said you were too small. No, you're, wait, no, you're, you're no, massive. No. Yeah, now I am. But coaches that – like, I, I was trying to go for football, too. So oh, got you, got you. It's kind of like – all right, let's, re, let's retract and just gotcha, type gotcha. all in. So, in high school, I started out playing soccer as a freshman, and I was just doing – I tried to track my freshman year, you know, just for fun. You know, I would go back and forth. Mm-hmm. But junior year, I went out for the football team. You know, I was – I wasn't that big, you know, but, you know, I wanted to be the hardest worker on the field. So mm-hmm. I just really started working hard. And during the off season, I was in the weight room every day. So um, came around senior year, um, I came back, you know, swole a little bit. And, you know, from not playing at all my junior year, I, I was a starter. I was a starting offensive tackle, D tackle. And, you know, I did special teams because I used to be a kicker. But, you know, when it came to, you know, recruiting for football, there were coaches that told me I was too small, basically because height-wise of the position that I played, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. But I was strong as hell. Like, as a senior, I was squatting 550 already. I bench yeah. 230, and mm-hmm. I was definitely lifting, like, 545. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, hearing those coaches say that, it just kind of um, – it triggers something at me, you know. It just – I ever since then, it was just – lights out beast mode all the time um and it's kind of like guided me to where i am now where i was able to go from a d2 school into a d1 school and still be able to compete at a high level mm-hmm. against some top dogs in the in the nation so um yeah man that's really it yeah 100 100 i'm i'm with you there on the size thing too that that was my biggest, like, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not small, especially now I'm, I'm 6'2", 320 right now. Yeah. I play, I play center. And um, in high school, like the biggest thing, like I would always have, and, and I, I played a lot in high school. I played, I, I played all four years. I was a starter for three years. I was a captain for two years. And, and the biggest thing 
I always heard from college coaches was, you know, if you had an extra two inches on you, you know, yeah. we'd have you come through, you know, I'd have FBS coaches come through. I'd have fucking, I talked to coaches at the biggest schools that I talked to, I think were Western Kentucky and FIU and FAU. And all of them told me, they yeah. were like, if you were just a little bit taller, man, then you'd be on our board and all that stuff. And it just, it, it pissed me it's off so much. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, I can just relate to you so much on that, man. That just like popped something back in my head about how, how annoying that was. And I think that's what drove me to work harder in the weight room too. Cause that's what drove me to kind of focus on weightlifting a little bit more, which did that pull me away from getting a division one offer? Maybe, but I don't really care because I'm at a school that I love. I'm at a division two school right now. Um, I started last year as a freshman. I'm 19 right now. I'm a sophomore. Wow. Um, and awesome. you no, know, I'm loving every minute of it. And then now I'm just trying to find this balance between weightlifting and, and football, which is a pain in the ass, but um, I'm with you with the Olympic dreams, hopefully 2028, I can make something happen, but back, back on track with the, with the itinerary and everything. Um, obviously this podcast, it's about, all about lifting. It's called the Max Out Podcast. I got this logo here for anybody listening. I'm working on a merch drop. Um, hopefully that'll be together by by Monday. I want to say things got like mixed up with the Curry Guard Company. Pain in the ass. Anyways, um, how does lifting apply to throwing sports? Because I know I know the basics of it. Obviously, there's a lot of explosion in there, but I'm not super familiar with with track and field in the field events particularly. So if you could give me a little bit of insight there from whatever you know. Yeah, so basically when it comes to throwing, it's a balance between strength and balance, you know. Um, mostly the for so long I was training for power. So I was doing a lot of heavy, you know, squat, bench, and deadlift. But with when it comes to throwing, it's really an explosive movement. So it's it's a combination of, you know, the Olympic lifts, the cleans, the snatch. Uh, the jerks, how quick are you exerting power through the bar from your hips? So it's really, you know, learning how to move heavy weight fast. So then you can then transfer that speed and power into the circle. Because if you think about it, a throw, an elite thrower take less than two seconds to release that shot put. Mm -hmm. So you go from zero and exerting the an enormous amount of power to move that shot put from being from with no momentum and to throwing at 70 feet. Mm -hmm. So that's why we work a lot of just bar speed, you know, high pulls, snatches, um, jerks, um, split jerks, all of it. It's really mm -hmm. my training since I've been D1, it has been shifted towards mostly um, Olympic lifts and that's the cleans and snatches, mm -hmm. you know? Just being really explosive um, yeah. so they transfer that to the circle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can see, I can see how that transfers and a lot of that, you know, like I said, I'm a competitive weightlifter and, and all I do is clean and snatch and clean and snatch and clean and snatch and jerk, obviously, but um, I'm with you there with, with bar speed and everything, even just, even just this morning and my lift, um, my coach put a cap on me at weight for my hand cleans for well, everybody he didn't want anybody working over 275. And I asked him, like, you go heavier. And he goes, focus on moving it fast, moving it fast, moving it fast. So that's all I did for all, every single set, every single rep, all 12 reps, 15 reps, whatever it was this morning. So I'm with you there. Um, 
So my best clean and jerk is 380. I want to say I have more in me because I I have a video of 380 and it just it moves ridiculously fast. I was actually prepping for a meet. I was prepping for university nationals, which was supposed to get a which was supposed to get me a qualifying total to get me hopefully on a team USA junior team. And um, so I was training for that when football kind of got shut down for a little bit. So I focused on that a lot more. And then COVID came back around. It backed off a little bit. We transferred back into full football training. But anyways, in my peaking for this meet, my goal was to go for a 405 clean and jerk. And then hopefully like a 315-ish snatch, 320-ish snatch. Um, and my issue right now is where that balance between football and lifting is, is that football training is nowhere near the same as weightlifting training, you know, prepping to be in general uh, shape and, and form and everything like that for football takes so much more. There's just so much more into it. There's a lot more volume incorporated into it. And then as for weightlifting, you're training to compete on one day and to compete in two specific lifts. And so that that's what kind of, kind of screwed me there. But, as I always say, weightlifting doesn't pay for college. So um, I got to focus on what's important right now. And and I'm happy with that. And now just me and my teammates are grinding right now to hopefully win a ring in the fall. But And then, like I said, my best clean and jerk, 380, which, again, I want to say it's my – I've been training off of projected max. So I've been training off of 182 or 405 because that's what I've been hoping to push for. Okay. Um, and then as for my snatch, my projected max is like 320. Um, my best that I've hit is three ten, Um, and that was back in December when I was in like weightlifting shape and I was, Jeez. I was moving some shit. Um, but I was also the heaviest I've ever been. So trade off there. Um, yeah. So, speak, speaking of, uh, speaking of events, um, you already mentioned that your, your specialty is shot put. Um, and I'd assume that's your favorite event, right? Uh, yeah. I would yeah. Say so. yeah. So with that, with those events, like what's your best throw for each, if you know? All right. So um, I actually had a big throw at practice the other day. I threw 19.99 meters in practice. Yeah, that's, that's, um, but that's basically like 65 feet. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So that's, that's like unofficial right now. Um, mm -hmm. But my best throw would, would be that 65 feet, six inches in the shot put. I've thrown close to 55 meters in a discus, which is around like uh, 178, 180s. Um, and in hammer, I've gotten close to 200. Like my official PR is 184. Okay, gotcha. That's ridiculous. Um, right. and in, in college, it's a, a shot puts 15, right? 15 it's pounds? 16 pounds in college. 16 pounds, Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's, that's ridiculous. Um, it's tough man but yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely props to you man especially for for coming from just the way your story's been that's that's insane um with that uh what are your goals looking like for the future like nearest goals and then obviously you said the olympics which is any yeah. any individual um, so a short-term goal um right now is definitely i have my first meet this friday you know it's definitely to open up with something good um i'm looking to break 20 but my eyes really, you know, to hit, to get closer to the Olympic standard, which is 2110 meters. Um, and then there's one conference 
uh, make it to regionals and then make it to nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, but the overall long-term goal is to make it to the Olympic Games. You know, if it's not this summer of 2020, then definitely 2024. 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a few more meets. Um, I know there's there's a World University Games coming up in China this summer. I would like to go to that as well. And I think World Championships too. So basically, you know, if I hit these big marks that I want, I'm, I'm going to get to these meets. So, um, so that's really it, you know, break the conference record and the shot put. I think it's 1960 something. I like to break that, you know, break the school record mm-hmm. and just keep building every week and just keep perfecting my technique. And, and I know the bigger throws will come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we talked about before, all about that consistency. As long as you just keep training, keep working, keep pushing, that 2110 is going to be there, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, Back into lifting, um, what would you say, like across the board, obviously you've done power, you've done power lifts, you've done weight lifts, if if that's what they're called, I have no idea. Um, You've done power lifting, you've done weight lifting. What would you say your favorite lifts are to train within those? And what would you say your PRs are for those? All right. So I'll definitely say um, power lifting. I'm actually, you know, going to get into power lifting once I'm done with track. Um, I actually did one power lifting meet, which was a bench press um, last year. Um, but, you know, when it comes to that, I would say, you know, my PRs, on the powerlifting side and bench is 450, um, squat is 790, and um, deadlift is 705. And weightlifting, I think the most I've cleaned, my cleans is a little off. Right now it's uh, 355 from the hang. Um, I'm working towards getting to uh, 405, like perfecting my technique. But I've, the most I've done with snatch, I've done 275 for a double. I haven't truly maxed out on snatch. And um, I've split jerked four or five. So um, that's pretty much it. But I would say my favorite lift is definitely squats. Like I know I hit 725 like on Monday for an easy single. But um, I'll, I, I would like to hit 900, you know, within a year or so, maybe when track is over. Yeah, I'd definitely say powerlifting is uh is your route to go, dude. A yeah. Seven ninety squat is just ridiculous. I was I was nineteen when I did it. Yeah, I can't even that's that's I when you had that's when back. you hurt your back, right? Yeah. And let a couple months later I hurt my back actually. I was squatting seven thirty on the box, on box squat. You know, I went down, came up halfway, my piriformis like popped, oh. my legs were numb and the bar crashed on my neck. Oh. So so I ended up pinching my sciatica nerve, sciatic nerve in my back, straight my piriformis, and like I bruised like something in here because the bar bit my neck really far down. So I couldn't walk, like eat, sleep for like a couple months, like two months. I couldn't like sit up straight. I was just in a lot of pain, but somehow I was still able to compete my whole indoor senior season. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Those are worth it, though. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Learn, yeah, you learn, you learn from injuries, man. Thankfully, I've been smarter. Yeah, exactly. Knock on wood, I've been blessed enough to not have any serious, serious injuries. Obviously, I've pulled my back, I've pulled my hamstring. Um, I fractured my wrist once, actually twice, 
just a little bump in it now. I never really went to a doctor, probably should have, but I was catching a clean. This was when I got serious about weightlifting uh, and I yeah. started and I really tried to go heavy on my clean and I had never cleaned above like 250, 245 my sophomore year of high school. And I was finally learning to catch a clean deep and I swing my elbow through. I don't swing it all the way through and I'm at full depth. My elbow slammed down on my knee and oh. the bar crashed down here and it just oh it was it was bad yeah and it, it screwed me for uh i was training for some florida i grew up in florida and um florida has high school weightlifting and okay. um i was like prepping for a meet and for like districts or regionals or something like that and i remember i just had to for like two and a half weeks straight training for it it was only doing pulls only pulls and front squats that was my clean training which bowed me fairly well i ended up placing like i think like third or fourth at regionals which is as a as a I was a junior at this point not a sophomore as a sophomore wasn't bad I could just clean more than anybody my bench my bench has always been all right I can bench I want to say I'm pushing 405 now Um, I don't really train it Um, I mean I do for football but outside of football um, it's still pretty good that's oh yeah that I maintain the strength from all the jerks that I do and all the overhead work that I do. So my triceps and my my chest, my upper chest and shoulders and that front deltoid or whatever it's called, I need to work on my anatomy and shit like that. But, uh, now you had it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all fairly strong. So I think that's what maintains it. And my back too. Um, yeah, dude, 790 squat. I just can't get over that. That's ridiculous. Well, that um, was with no belt and no knee sleeve. Yeah, that's that's unreal. I'm just that's what about, led to my injury. I used to try. Yeah, and you're and you're close too. You're um there was I don't know if you follow powerlifting at all, but if you saw I think it was this past week or the week before. Do you know who Daniel Bell is? Mm, He's set, I don't recognize the name. Yeah, at a big powerlifting meet at the hybrid showdown in Miami, he set an all time world record total and he squatted eleven hundred. But um I think I may have seen yeah. that then. But the way I think about it is like you're a thrower. You get drug tested. Yeah, like, I haven't. I don't take any. Yeah, and I. Yeah, of course. You know, you're getting drug tested out the ass by Usada, and he's hitting an 1100 pound squat in here of at like I, I'd say. I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. Ridiculous. He benches 600 and pulls 900. But um, yeah, this is I all. Assume, real, man. I would assume to be to be that strong all around. I would think you just need to be on something. At one point or another. Um, but just the fact that you're 200 pounds. Yes, 200 pounds is a lot, but you're hoping to hit that 900 pound max within the next like two years. And you're almost at that 11. You're still 200 pounds away from that 1100 completely raw and drug free, which is ridiculous to me. That's unreal. Props to you for that. Um, and with that, you said you wanted to explore powerlifting when you're done right and yeah get into, I get into, that. like i know if i really like stuck out and trained mm-hmm. like my squat especially i could probably squat a thousand pounds one day because yeah. i know right now i could be um like if i was to hit the gym right now and like really feel good i could probably be like 825 for a single yeah that's um insane. ridiculous yeah um but I really just want to see how far I could go. Maybe like just squat and deadlift. My bench has been a little rough. Like, 
you know, I used to be able to rep out, you know, three, four thirty-five easy, but I don't know if it's mental. It's kind of like I'll have days when, you know, 365 feels heavy. Like today I hit 440 for a single. You know, I was kind of got stuck halfway and finished it. You know, it's not as easy as it used to be, but it's because I'm not benching as much. We're doing more like powerlifting stuff. So I'm not training and bench as much as I used to. So maybe that's why. But definitely squats and deadlift. I would love to see where I could go with that in the future 100 if if there's something that if you want my opinion i think you should also look into strongman training a lot of it's like not even the squat is tempting to say powerlifting obviously you could do both but i feel like that's what would have the most carryover for you it's like uh you know what i mean like um just the events you know i feel like that's what the strength that you've accumulated for throwing would transfer over to, or if you look into like the Highland games, that's when people like throw kegs and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I'm, yeah, that just, it yeah, seems I'm like gonna, stuff that, that you'd be able to, you'd be able to crush it. Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts. You never know. I'm definitely open to it. Though. Who knows? Who knows open man. To the future. Yeah. You got, you, you got plenty of time, obviously. And, and the world is open. Like we said, consistency is key. Um, I think that wraps it up. Um, I got nothing else to to throw in there. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I can I can pitch in a little bit of my brand, chasing greatness. And, Absolutely. Uh, um, basically, the idea that I have with chasing greatness. Mm-hmm. So my, you know, first of all, the definition of chasing greatness is basically, you know, um, there's like one thousand four hundred forty minutes in each day that we all have. Mm-hmm. So what we choose to do with, with the time we have, you know, determines how successful we become. So, you know, so the idea is the greatness part is basically you becoming the best version of yourself. So you're constantly chasing the best version of yourself. You never will fully grasp it. But as long as you wake up each day and you go out there and you train as hard as you can, you know, towards whatever it is, whether it's school, sports, academics it doesn't matter whether you take that mindset of constantly striving to be better it will lead you to success over time you know as long as you have faith you have good work ethic good discipline and you remain focused on what's really important so that's what i'm using my platform to kind of like spread greatness amongst you know high school athletes other college athletes who may not have a coach right now who may you know, be dealing with, you know, failures and mentally feeling stuck. I want to, you know, inspire them to, you know, just keep pushing. Just As long as you don't give up and you just keep pushing, everything will fall into place. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's pretty much it. Absolutely, man. Um, chasing greatness. Obviously, that's your – I'll shout out. Is that what all your socials are right now, basically? Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so cool. at – what is it underscore chasing greatness with an eight yeah on uh instagram it's underscore chasing greatness with an eight and underscore um tiktok tiktok is just chasing greatness and twitter is just chasing greatness as well got you got you most of my most of my uh the podcast listeners i mean i guess it's most of them i thought came from came from tiktok but i got an email the other day saying i had I was in like the top 50% of fitness podcasts on, on Apple, which was legit for me. Cause I went into this just looking to do some, 
fun shit and talk about lifting and stuff with with some cool people. But That's awesome, um, man. yeah, yeah. So I'm hyped about that. Um, so at Chasing Greatness, as you guys always know, follow me at Willie underscore C sixty five on TikTok and at W Cunningham sixty five on Instagram. Um, I got nothing else. Merch drop coming soon. Stay tuned. Um, me too. Yeah, yeah. Chasing Greatness oh, merch. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm just working working on um right now I'm doing it through like print on demand, but I'm working on as soon as I'm out of my dorm and I'm back home for the summer, um hopefully I'll have enough money saved up where I can do it wholesale and I can just push it out that way and make it a little bit more sentimental that way. Anyways, that wraps it up. Thank you guys for tuning in to what I think is episode like 13, 12. I don't know. I'm losing track. I'm proud of myself for even just staying consistent with this. But um Appreciate you all listening and that's it.